0: This is the Team Church Podcast with Kevin Gerald, where we exist to move church forward and have the conversations that every team needs to be having. Well, welcome to the Team Church Podcast, everyone. My name is Brandon Stewart, and I'll be your host today. Uh, We've created this space uh, here at the podcast to have the conversations that every team needs to be having. So our goal today is to have a really important conversation and to tee up the ball and set the stage for you to finish the conversation uh, with your team in your world. So welcome to this space. We're glad you're here. And and if this is resonating with you, uh, welcome to our tribe. We would count it an honor to have a space in your world, in the life of your team, every single month. Of course, the Team Church podcast releases the first tuesday of the month so i'd encourage you hit the subscribe button make plans to join us every single month uh we would count it an honor to spend some time with you and your team on a regular basis and i'm here today joined again by coach k
1: hello everybody
0: pastor kevin welcome to
1: today's podcast
0: absolutely we're so honored to to get to do this and, and have a voice into teams uh, here at Team Church.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's always great to find all the modern ways we can communicate <laughs> uh, and just uh, interact with one another, help one another, build, a, build up one another's churches and uh, be Team Church.
0: Absolutely. And we love the local church. We just believe there's nothing like it. Jesus the loved
1: the church. We love the church. We're building the church. Gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm going to preach right now. Absolutely.
0: Before we dive into this conversation today, we wanted to introduce a new segment to each episode of the podcast we're calling our Team DNA segment. This is just an opportunity for you to hear from a member of the Team Church Tribe, a pastor who has something to say about what their team does to move their church forward. Let's hear what this pastor has to say. Well, hey, Team Church crew, I'm Justin. I'm the lead pastor of Velocity Church in Lawrence, Kansas. And I wanna tell you what our team is doing right now to kill it. What they do that helps me a ton as a leader is they set the agenda. Now, what do I mean by that? Of course, I'm the leader of the church. I'm setting the vision and the direction. But when we have staff meetings, when we have one with one meetings, what they're doing is setting the agenda. They're not coming in with a blank page. I see so many teams miss it sometimes because they're waiting for their leader to set all of the objectives. By them setting the agenda, how it helps me and what it tells me is that they're assessing the data, they're looking at the situation, they're coming up with solutions, and then it just allows me to speak in and shape it and help guide where they go next. It's one of the best things they do, it helps us, and I
1: hope this tip helps you.
0: If you'd like to give your team a shout out on something your team does that moves your church forward, get in touch with us, uh, let us know. We'd love to hear your story and possibly feature you on an upcoming episode of the podcast. So today, uh, Pastor Kevin, we wanted to have a conversation on creating a culture of encouragement. I love this topic. I, I know. I was waiting for this. Well, creating a culture of encouragement, I think we would want to start the conversation today by recognizing the idea that, that not everyone shows up every single day with their tank topped off.
1: Absolutely. With their tank full when it comes exactly. to
0: encouragement. Why
1: does this matter? Well, I it guess, matters because the, the difference sometimes between failure and success is encouragement. That's right. Um, organizations always uh, assume that it's something different than it usually is. And it's just a tendency we all have to think, well, it's about hours worked. It's about pay scales. It's about, um, you know, things that we privileges or benefits or whatever it might be in everybody's mind. And a lot of times it's actually about, am I appreciated? Um, so true. Am I recognized? Do, do people see what I have to offer? Um, am I in an environment where people actually notice the difference that I'm making and the contribution mm. that I'm making? And so that's where encouragement comes in. I think it's important, too,
0: that we just get our mind right when it comes to this conversation that nobody can hear too much encouragement. Like, we consider that impossible.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We And, and, and the problem um, that a lot of people have is that they feel like if I... You know, if I just, oh, I, I'm going to over-encourage. I'm going to, and, and then they're just going to relax and they're not going to do their jobs and they're, and people are not going to, you know, they're going to feel overly secure because I'm, well, it, as long as your encouragement, our encouragement is authentic, um, then they can never hear too much encouragement. And I don't mean you go around evaluating every, measuring every word, because then you get too trapped in, you know, overthinking it. But what I am meaning is that, um, none of us hear too much encouragement. Absolutely impossible to hear too much encouragement. That's right. In fact, in First Thessalonians chapter
0: five and verse eleven, it says, "Therefore, encourage one another, mm-hmm. build each other up." Yep. Just as, in fact, you are doing. Which I love that they already had a culture of
1: encouragement, but yep. they were being encouraged. To I think make, it was actually just encouraging them right there. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Point I think he wanted to say, hey, I know you're doing this already, but. <laughs> Point you
0: know. proven. So there's this thinking out there, I think, sometimes, though, that people are more motivated by you being hard on them. mm Rather than by encouraging them, could you talk about that for a second? I, I think that thinking lurks out there somewhere.
1: Yeah, it, abso- it absolutely does. Um, and it's a tendency that uh, many of us have in our own personality um, that we think that, you know, being militant, being direct, um, even sort of making people feel insecure in their job or their position or their role on the team. Is actually the way to motivate them, and you know, while I while I think everyone ought to live with the awareness that I'm blessed and I need to get up every morning with an awareness that uh, I can't just live lazy and I can't. While well, well, that's a responsibility of every individual, at the sure. same time, I think um, we got to get rid of the fear that encouraging people is what puts them in that mindset. Because that's not, encouragement doesn't put people in a lazy mindset. Encouragement is like fuel to so the good. soul. I mean, encouragement is approval, it's validation, it's affirmation, it's things like that. And, and none of those things are creating some sense of I'm going to just kind of uh, coast through life. So that fear you're talking about is very real and it causes uh, a lot of people to hold back a lot of leaders to hold back on encouraging others when actually um, we need to just set it free. We need to release encouragement into the environment at such a high level that people are continually being approved of, validated. So good. And affirmed.
0: So good. And I know we all want to lead strong. I know we all want to lead with strength, but we believe that leading with encouragement is a show of strength. Mm-hmm. In other words, you don't just have to lead militant to lead strong, or Good. You, what you just said that yeah. that actually maybe encouragement is the greatest yeah, that, sign of strength great. in a leader.
1: Like like uh, man, you're so right, Brandon, when you say that because that the a lot of times, especially with men, they think to be hard on their kids to be hard on their team to be you know that that that's the strong that's the strong leader i think we need to think about that a little bit more i think we need to go back and revisit that concept what i have found is that people who do that and are abrasive in their leadership and militant in their leadership they're actually the weak they're the fearful they're the one that is leading out of i've got control i'm the boss don't you know who i am yeah, so it's exactly. actually a weak form of leadership versus the encouraging leader that's the stronger leader that's the one who says hey i know we don't get always get it right i know we don't but hey we're going to keep on going and i want you to keep on raising the level of your game because you've got more in you you got more potential you got more ability those are the kind of leaders that are actually the bigger better stronger leaders people who are encouraging and it takes it takes a big leader um, to be able to encourage, even with vocabulary, if we could just talk about that for a minute. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people don't grow up with a vocabulary it's so for true. encouragement. Yep. And so you have to learn the vocabulary of encouragement. It has to become uh, part of your dialect, part of, of right. what you do. And if you haven't heard it enough... If you grew up not using it, then you do not have the vocabulary. So you have to be really intentional about developing new words, saying new words, like, you know, awesome. You know, like some people have never said awesome before. They've never said way to go. They've never said that before. Like that that's just so foreign to them. And unless they break out of that and really go, you know, it feels a little weird at first. I don't normally talk that way. Find the words, find new, fresh ways to high five people verbally. And, uh, and again, that's what a strong leader is. It's a person who uses the vocabulary at such a high level of encouragement. I was thinking recently, just dialing this in even more,
0: what, what a culture of encouragement does. It, it does things like it lifts heads. You know, heads that walked in maybe down that morning, it lifts them. It lifts rooms, yep. you know, if, if you will. It, it gives life. Yep. We, we value that yep. on our team being life-giving. Well, yep. well, that would be exactly what encouragement does. It gives life. And it builds confidence. Mm-hmm. It builds a core into people. It, 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 your worship leaders are going to be better when they're confident. Yep. Your graphic designers are going to design better when they're confident. Yes. Your, your connections director out in that that lobby representing you uh, on a Sunday morning is going to be better when you've built confidence
1: into them. Absolutely. They're going to perform at a higher level. They're going to be inspired, motivated to do their best, um, and where the opposite causes them to shrink back. Um, Even if they don't want to, there's an insecurity that's planted through a lack of approval. And if they don't know that you're really behind them and you're really for them, and that you got their back, then there's this sense inside of them of worrying about whether or not, you know, they're, that, that you're, you're going to get on them, you're going to be against them, you're kind of look, looking down your nose and waiting for them to mess up. Um, so it does bring out the very best in people when we encourage people. And can I just go back to that for a second? Because uh, Jesus was an encouraging leader. That's right. And I think a lot of times in religious atmospheres, especially, I know when I, years ago, when I first started uh, just realizing, man, I'm going to encourage the congregation. I'm going to encourage the men and the women that show up for church. I'm going to encourage, you know, just, I'm going to get, my messages are going to fire people up. <laughs> when I started really shifting into that, I remember people at first almost it felt like it wasn't church. You know, and I'm talking about way back in our in our own history. It almost to them it's like, Whoa, you're just being a positive speaker, you know, your positive mental right. attitude, you're not, what about the Bible? And, and, and so I always, I always, I got myself equipped to remind people, Jesus looked at people and said, you are the light That's of right. the world. That's right. You are the salt of the earth. And and I, you know, just, just those kinds of comments flowed freely out of Jesus' mouth when he was looking at people who were just in their own minds, simple, Fishermen, peasants, mean me? Like you talking about me? <laughs> and that's what he did. He lifted people through the power of encouragement. So don't ever doubt that that's the Jesus language. Well, I- I- exactly right. But then it proves the point that that Jesus
0: began his ministry hearing approval and affirmation and encouragement from his father. This is my son, mm-hmm. in whom I am well pleased. And I think what we have to remember. So Jesus. Didn't lead for affirmation. He was leading out of affirmation because Good. he he had that. He had received that. But many people coming into our teams are not living out of that and leading out of that. All the more reason for us to lean into this with people if wow. they're coming from a broken background or yeah. or a broken family. Just all the more deficit that there is out there. That's a great uh, that, point that people bring to our teams. So let's dive in here for just a minute on creating a culture. Of encouragement, we have a few points that we just want to walk through. I guess with teams and tee up the conversation for for teams to have later. I think our first thought on creating a culture of encouragement is that it's everyone's responsibility. Mm-hmm. I would love if you'd expand on that for a minute. It's everyone's responsibility. We said it this morning in our own staff meeting. We're all a host, right? You know, we're we're, we're, we're all
1: we're all deputized <laughs> yeah. to do this. Yeah. Well, team members often think that it's the team leader's responsibility. Yes. So, like, they'll hear us talk about this, and their mind will automatically go to, yeah, my leader doesn't encourage me. My leader doesn't encourage us. And, and that's that's the problem <laughs> that we often have. A, a leader's going to hear it, and he's going to go the other way. He's going to go, yeah, my team, they don't really encourage me. and And we have to, like, take this and own it, each and every one of us, in a way where we are— We are taking on the responsibility ourselves and realizing that this is something that I just need to do and not worry about what other people do or don't do or how they measure up or compare with my ability to encourage. I just need to really be intentional about encouraging. So again, staff, it's the staff responsibility. It's the leader's responsibility. It's the people's responsibility. It's the whole church's responsibility. responsibility. It's everyone has a responsibility to encourage going along
0: with that number 2 encouragement won't grow where it's regulated by fairness mm-hmm. <laughs> this is really good. Very good encouragement grows where it's free to flow
1: yeah be, being fair cannot be your goal when you're building a culture of encouragement yes. because it means like if i if i encourage you and there's three other people around then I'm like, well, uh, whoa, well, I, I now I got to go encourage all of them because they heard me encourage you, <laughs> and and if I hold back from encouraging you because they're around, um, because they're not being, I'm not encouraging them, you know, you just start all this uh, tit for tat, you know, I encouraged you twice last week, I'll go, I got, I got to go encourage somebody else twice this week, all of that scorekeeping actually kills a culture of encouragement. Encouragement has to flow freely without keeping score. It's like you just got to keep it going yourself. And sometimes it lands on the same person three times in one week. And then that same person is not going to hear your encouragement for two or three weeks, you know, because you're not everywhere at the same time. You're not in everybody's airspace. So everyone has to set everybody else free from us keeping score. Of whether you're encouraging me enough or I'm encouraging you enough, we can't do that if we really want to build a healthy culture of encouragement. We just instead of that, we just all have to own our own responsibility right. to keep on noticing the good and keep on talking about the good and keep on affirming people uh, with the good. We've got to bring correction, we've got to give guidance, we've got to tell you know people well, hey, I want you to do that, not that. I want you to, of course, that's what we do as a team. We give direction, we give guidance, but always mixing in words of encouragement in the culture is what helps us work together strong.
0: Extremely well said. Uh, Going on to number three, people develop best and grow in a culture of encouragement. That is the Petri dish (laughs) for growth.
1: Well, I mean, I just referred to, The idea that we have to give instructions. Let's just call it evaluation. Um, There's a tension between evaluation and encouragement. Mm. So sometimes I'm evaluating a staff member. Like I'm saying, you know what, I think you can do better in this. And I, I, I wish you wouldn't have done that. Instead, next time, let's do this. Or, hey, how come you did that yesterday? Why did you do that? Well, those are constant evaluations that um leaders do with staff members and hopefully staff members do it with one another i mean honestly in a healthy organization we're all we're all in this thing of trying to be better and make one another better so those kind of conversations should be welcomed and and we should all be able to realize that um you know that helps us be better um help me out i want help what do you see what do you think i know for me personally Um, A lot of people are surprised when they get close to my airspace because I solicit feedback and I do that on a constant basis. I I invite people into the conversation of evaluation and, you know, until they get really comfortable um, with how to do that with me. Sometimes they're really careful. But (laughs) the point is, there's a tension between evaluation and encouragement that always exists because some people think you have to choose. You don't have to choose. You can Encourage and still have evaluation going on that is healthy and good for your for your organization. That's so well said. Uh, number four: Don't just encourage
0: the down and out. Encourage the up and coming. <laughs> in, in other
1: words, everyone qualifies for needing encouragement. Exactly. Exactly. I, I think that uh, our church, like most churches, um, it's hard for people to realize that some of the people around you who are just doing really well, like the young people they are doing great, uh, that they actually need encouragement just as much. Absolutely. Um, The leaders that you think are just doing awesome. Oh man, they're doing so they get on the platform. They look so confident. They lead the worship team um, that, that they don't really need my encouragement. It's this person over here who's, who's down and and depressed, and they lost their job, and that's where I'm going to go, and I'm going to put my encouragement over there because they really need it. And what I want to say is no one should have to be down to their last dollar in order to deserve your encouragement. Like no one to qualify for your – we totally. shouldn't have to lose our totally. job and be you know missing the train in life. Uh, before we actually qualify for your encouragement. Yes. So don't just encourage the down and out. yes. Encourage the up and coming. Yep. Encourage the leaders. Encourage the people who are carrying uh, a load. They're doing their best. They're stepping. Encourage, 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 encourage. Uh, and don't differentiate between those who you would call down and out versus those who are up and coming. Absolutely, which leads me to our fifth and final point. And man, every
0: every pastor, every team leader, every every team member, um, this one should matter to us. Your organization won't get to the next level without encouragement. That I guess this is maybe an intangible thing we're trying to chase down right now. Some teams people want to be a part of. Some teams people don't want to be a part of. It's a little bit intangible. Yep. I, I, I think we're on a mission here to build the kind of teams everyone wants to be a part of, The the the, the kind of teams people would run to be a part of. And we just believe encouragement is one of those things that takes you to the next place.
1: Right. And I think that also when you set when we have a a talk like this and people are listening to us out there, you would maybe assume that I assume that we do this all perfect at Champion Center and we do this in our organization like, you know, that we, we 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 just got this down. And that's not true. Right, like, right. I feel like every day, every week, it's constant that I'm having to remind myself and I hope others in our organization are reminding themselves that yesterday's encouragement dissipated with yesterday. It's like a shower. You know, you took one yesterday but you still could use one today and that's the way encouragement (laughs) is people we all could use encouragement consistently and so i just feel like great organizations uh, are mindful of this and i know for me i've had seasons where i have thought to myself man kevin you've been going hard you've been going strong and you have got to right now just really start pointing out all of the wins and all all of the pluses and all of the things that we're doing well because you've been pressing people and you've you've been pushing people for results and for progress. And now, you know what they really need, Kevin? They need to hear you say, well done. Or they need to hear you say, okay. guys, we got this. Or yep. they need to hear you say something that spells encouragement. So um, if I feel those moments for me and and I realize that even though I've been working on this, that I still have lapses, then I would just say um, all of us should realize that we'd never arrive in a place that's right. where we're doing this, you know, all all the time without being mindful of it. Yep. So great organizations are the organizations that just keep on plugging away. I'm going I'm going to do it again. I'm going to keep on. I got to stay encouraging. We all have to be encouraging.
0: That that's so right, which I think leads us to the point where we want to land the plane here. And that's that if we're going to do this, it's going to take intentionality on all of our parts. We're, yep. we're going to have to be intentional. It's gonna to have to turn into systems. It's gonna to have to turn into culture. It's gonna, but we're gonna to have to be intentional. We're gonna to have to stay on this. I guess, what does that look like for you to to be intentional mm-hmm. on a regular basis about a culture of encouragement?
1: Yeah, I, I, I think it's all about habits. Um, I, I sure find myself now, even when I approach my own platform at home, And any platform I'm speaking on, but I wanted to emphasize at home because I do that so often. And I wanted, I wanted uh, to just say to everyone that I am intentional about bouncing up the steps, put, put a bounce in my step when I head toward the platform. Mm -hmm. Why do I do that? Because I need to be there as a vessel of hope and encouragement Every single week for people who are dealing with real life situations in life, and no matter what i'm going through that 's my time that I got to hit that stage with the awareness that i'm not here to just judge people i'm not here to um, try to make someone feel bad'm I'm, I'm actually here to do the opposite so and, I, and I'm referring mainly to just habits, like so whether right. it's a high five, whether it's a bounce up the step, whether it's our our greetings, our, our like I talked about vocabulary, where you know, one of the things I've done, like i developed a habit of wow 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 now t-shirts have been made on that and people imitate it in fact you my three-year-old my three-year-old grandson walked on a playground the other day and he's on video and they sent it to me the first thing he looked around at everything on the playground and, he, and then here's what he said wow 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 That's you amazing. know so so my point is that that find the vocabulary yeah. to to just express man this is awesome like god is good like this is a great day like you You know, I'm so glad to be here. Find ways through your smile, through your your words, through your expression, through your high fives, to let the people around you know that I approve of you. I affirm you. You're a great person. I see the quality in you. I love it. I love it. And (sighs) I think that feels like a good
0: place to land the plane today. But we all need to be intentional about this because it matters that the culture of our teams... Uh, translates in the effectiveness of our mission.
1: Amen. Can I say one more thing? You can. One more thing is that I would just say to every uh, brilliant thinking leader out there, um, and many of you are that I'm talking to today, you have brilliant minds and you have brilliant deep thoughts. And sometimes you would overlook this. And this could be, for some of you, the very thing that you need. Mm -hmm. And I say that with a you know, a history of being in ministry and being around some brilliant people that sometimes we're looking for a deeper thought. We're looking for, you know, a, a, more, um, uh, a more contemplative sort of ministry to people when actually um, we we need to not underestimate the power of encouraging words. It could be the one thing you haven't done that could be the missing ingredient in the recipe of success Mm. for your future and your team.
0: Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Thank you, Pastor Kevin, for some wisdom today. Always value it, appreciate it. So we have set the stage and we've started the conversation and now I just want to encourage you Uh, to meet with your team, and to carry on this conversation. This is a conversation we believe that we need to get right if we're going to build the kind of teams that everyone would want to be a part of. Uh, For more information on Team Church events coming up, including our newly announced one days and training camps, I want to encourage you to head to teamchurchconference.com. And uh, we would love to uh, have you at an upcoming event, hopefully coming to an area near you. Also, if this podcast is resonating with you, if you consider yourself a part of the Team Church tribe, hit the subscribe button. Uh, plan to make this a part of your monthly routine with your team. We'd be so honored to have that voice and have that space into your world. So Team Church, we love you. We're running alongside you. We're praying for you. Until next time, let's move church forward together. God bless you. This has been the Team Church Podcast with Kevin Gerald. For more information
1: on conferences and events, check out teamchurchconference.com.